leaving you all in your own zone of truth. He <laughs> he just he he just smoke bombed us. <laughs> At least it wasn't a stink bomb. That's true. So did anyone think about dispelling the the, the teleportation field that he set up? Oh did you? I cast on the truth on you. You can't you cannot lie. I didn't because I had just fought my father. <laughs> I fought two dragon wolf things. I don't what? think that's the same, sorry. You had Anna. I was alone in my house. What did you do? Guys, why are we I fighting? In the corner of my bed and I stood on my bed and I yelled at them and I cast magic and then they started fighting each other and I was scared and by myself and they almost hit me and they almost woke up Cooper and you know what a hassle it is to get him to go to bed. And then I got them to leave <laughs> and they're still fighting and they're somewhere out in Tim Shoal fighting and trying to kill each other and I don't know and I had to lock my door and then you called me. <laughs> That, that was a lot of words. I think I need to sit down. <laughs> so really, having your, she does quotation marks, roommate in your castle, who's also super powerful and used to be a lich, help you fight your robot dad. I feel like when you're being a little insensitive, sorry. I know, I know, but I've never fought my robot dad because I didn't really have dad <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to respond to this you guys work out your differences i'll just be here as a mediator Ro 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 rowan who did you fight i'm sure you're traumatized in some way shape or form um not really i there was um i woke up and there was a big bug man and i got scared and so i hit him with lightning twice and he just died um <laughs> Uh, and then I got a call from Calum, so I headed over here, and I expected that there was going to be some big fight against Calum's dad, but then I guess you guys had already defeated him, and then yeah, so the, you the for? Red, red guy in a suit showed up, and I, I honestly, I'm so confused at everything that's happened to, in the last- I, I was having such a nice, calm time, and now it just seems like everything happened at once, and I don't- I can't- my brain- I'm gonna Anna say that. just Anna looks at you, Rowan, and just goes, "That guy sent a bunch of people to hurt you, knowing full well that they'd lose. That way, he could steal that stat." Okay, now it makes sense, I guess. Sure, thank you, thank you, Anna, thank you. I'm just gonna sit down. <laughs> yeah, but what what does the staff do? There's got to be a reason. It, it does magic stuff. Magic. He just wanted yeah, to be more powerful. Good magic, or does it just bad magic? I'm assuming bad. He's <laughs> not how magic works. So I'm should we have killed him, or should we have let him go? I don't know. <laughs> Andre just sits down. Too He's many gone questions. Now. There's Too not many really ones. anything we can do. Caleb, my bro, my dude, my friend, can we go? Can we jump back into his portal? <laughs> You are aware it's gone, right? You're powerful and magic. Can you open Let me just one? Reverse time, real quick. Sorry. <laughs> I think Rose knows how to do that. Actually, that's absolutely untrue. <laughs> oh, by the way, nice new body, Anna. When did you get that? 
You don't want to know. Okay, so... Caleb just looks had... at every, everyone just says, Sorry, I yeah. know you're tired. If you could stop asking questions that we don't know the answer to and magically expect us to, that'd be great. I just... If you could stop I'm sensing a lot of hostility. Rude. Oh my god, everyone just stop talking for a second. This is what happens when someone sets up a zone of truth. Stop talking! There's so much hostility in this room, guys. Caleb, you're the only one under the influence of the zone of truth. Andre just walks out. She she needs air. She just walks out. (laughs) Oh my god! Can I go home now? Go home. (laughs) Oh. You guys, we haven't seen each she other sticks, in such a long time. She sticks I... her tongue out at him as she leaves. See ya. Oh. You guys just have a fight? You just see sorry cartwheel down the stairs, followed by a lot of thumping and nothing. This was a bad idea. <laughs> Kaylin just goes like, we built a ramp for you, just so you know. Because you cartwheel. There's se- there's several more thump bumps, followed by a... <laughs> Ow! <laughs> oh. Andrea doesn't go home just yet. She's just kind of like pacing in the hallway, just... <sighs> just trying to like calm herself down. Just... Just pacing. <laughs> Rowan's Caleb. in like a state of shock. Caleb just sits there and just goes like, why on earth? <sighs> I, sorry. Whatever. And he just like looks down and just goes, I'm going to bed. Join me if you want. And just like goes off to his room. Uh, Finley's gonna run after him. He turns around and just goes like, oh, hey, Finn. Are you okay? No, I'm fine. Frankly, I'm more concerned that other people hit their heads. (laughs) I don't understand why everybody freaked out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just we're the ones who are trained for this kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not good at this sort of thing, but... Um, I'm sorry I wasn't here tonight to protect you. Finley, I told you to take a break. And he puts his hand on your shoulder and just goes like... There's absolute. You did absolutely nothing wrong. You didn't have to come, you know. Caleb. You didn't. I know that you're always reassuring me when I do something and when I'm self-conscious. But when was the last time someone reassured you, huh? He just gives her a hug. <clears throat> she'll she'll hug back. Oh. Hmm. 
I'm here for you, okay? I'm okay. I'll be okay. I'll try and I'll try and make things right with the others in the morning. I just was under a lot of stress. Andre went home and cuddled Filigree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Rowan was was in the room. Rowan was kind of still in the room, like she didn't really leave. Um, so I think she she saw uh, Finley and Caleb have that little interaction, and she's now just kind of like smiling to herself because that was that was nice, and she's glad that they they were able to end on a nice note. She might try and go find Sari and like have a talk with Sari later. Okay, I think Caleb turns to Finn and just goes like, "I'll bring the others in the morning." I I was upset because. I mean, I fought my dad, and they were asking me questions I didn't know the answer to, and I just felt so overwhelmed, and and then I shouted, and then Sari was mad at me, and I don't understand why, and I just, I feel like I can't do anything right. It's, this is a lot right now, and I think a lot of us are going through things, and Sari does her best by asking questions and being curious but I think I think it's maybe best if you try and get some sleep I can stand guard outside your door if you need me to he shakes his head and just goes go back with your aunt Finley you, you need to have time I'll call everyone in the morning we'll have breakfast it'll be nice and I'll I'll apologize for everything because, you know, it's part of my job. You're not the only one who needs to apologize for everything, Caleb. Yeah, Peacekeeper's one of my titles, though. Well, maybe you can abandon that job title for a little bit. I'll try for you, okay? I'll do my best. This is coming from the wielder of the sword of war and peace. Mm. All right. He gives Finn another hug and just goes, but do go home, okay? You, you deserve to rest. I am going to be very upset if something else happens tonight. I will be too, so don't even worry about it. And he just, like, walks into his room and kind of gives you a soft smile and wave as he walks in. The next morning, uh, Caleb has called you all to breakfast, and he said that he had Rose make it. So if you guys come, we can jump to that scene. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, he's going to purposely Um, turn up late to make him think she didn't come. Or didn't want to, and then shows up anyways. I, I guess I I don't really know like an opportune moment. Maybe maybe after, but I think at some point Rowan wants to pull Sari aside for a little bit. Okay, so yeah, you're all sitting there with breakfast, and uh, <clears throat> it. I imagine it's really quiet for a little bit. Just like the clinking of glasses and plates. Caleb kind of sighs and just goes, I'm sorry. 
I was under a lot of stress last night. I I thought my home was safe, you know? I gave Finn the night off. I thought I was doing the right thing, and then all that happened, and, and there were so many voices and so many questions, and I just... And you see him, like, grabbing his wizard hat and just shrinking into himself the more he talks. Hmm. What happened exactly? Did he just show up? Yeah. Kind of like the way that other guy did, frankly. That's so odd. What? I mean, I guess I, I kind of understand that that guy, whoever, whatever he said his name was, something something with a V, Um. he tricked them into fighting us, I guess? But how would we, like... It just seems like they all got here so easily. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it sounded like he... It sounded like he played them. It sounded like he told them exactly who he, they shouldn't fight to go fight them. I, I, I understand that part. It's more just, how did they get here so quickly, so easily? Teleportation spells are pretty common. But shouldn't I mean we we know that there are dangerous things out there. We've been fighting them for months. I I I guess I thought that there was more precautions taken to make sure that people like that couldn't just get into the castle. I mean, yeah, but if you're the person who set those precautions I guess. Only I just... someone like my father could get into the castle the way he did. Mm. Then how did the other guy get in? Well, that's the mystery now, ain't it? <sighs> so. You know. Hmm. I had a talk a little while ago. Um. With Basil, actually. Did you guys know he was a warlock? Yeah, he's a warlock. Yeah, um, everybody knows that. We had kind of an interesting talk. Um, and it was... It was about the Malsum and the things we've fought so far in the Order. And he proposed some pretty out-there theories. But I feel like maybe this is something we need to start giving a little bit more thought. So far, it's just been a monster of the month, but we know that all of these things, there's some, there's some connection, and I don't know, we just we got to figure out what it is, because th this kind of thing can't happen. Again. I agree. Anyone have anything else to throw in there? About what we do next? Mm. Andre's just silent. <laughs> hmm. 
So, oh, we're up the creek without a paddle, huh? Okay. But we do, we do know some things. We know that there's this order that exists and that... They have a red eye. Yes. They well, that's a the red orb and they want us dead. Yeah, we just don't know why. I mean, I mean, well, we I did stop them multiple times. Yeah, I mean, Caleb's me. father is a. Well, Was... do we know that his father is a part of the order? We do, right? He had the staff. Or did exactly. <laughs> No, I think he did. So or did he? He did, and also Valdis said that he was a high-ranking person in the order, so... That's true. Thank you. You seem... Andre has the best memory out of all of us. This is confirmed. <sighs> I would assume... I guess I would have assumed... Well, at first, I guess I've... At first, I thought maybe the hags were the ones charged, and then I realized pretty quickly that that wasn't the case. There was someone above them, and then I guess I thought maybe, maybe those those um, dragons were the ones who were in charge, or or then I thought maybe it was Malvern or or Frederick or one of them. But I guess Caleb's father would have made the most sense, but it. Seems like there's someone even higher ranking than him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, why else would they attack this town other than to get the kingdom back? That makes the most sense. What other motivation would they have? Finn? Well, I don't know. This is just... I've barely been with you guys, and things just seem to be going up. There seems to always be a, another person behind the mask. I think it's because we never took the time to ask if... To, we never took the time to investigate. We've been pretty reactionary. Something Why happens do you think I cast Zone of Truth? <laughs> it just all happened so fast. Yeah, kind that of... was on one guy. That was on one guy who we're not even sure is with them. If we want to know what's going on, we can't just wait for them to spring at us and then hope Zones of Truth will do it, you know? We gotta be proactive. We gotta, gotta do a little investigating. I'm behind this. I think this is a good plan. Yeah, but where do we start? That Any objection? That's actually a good question. Caleb just kind of like, it looks like he wants to say something, but it also looks like he's like holding his stomach. He just goes, I think I have an idea. Do you need to you go okay? to the You okay? Finley? Yes. I think it's time we show them. How? Show, show us what? Yeah. Caleb kind of stands up and he'll kind of, it's very clear he's kind of standing close by Finn, just goes, you have to promise not to hate me. 
why why would we hate you? I don't I don't this understand. About Rose. I promise he I didn't I, I didn't let her take very much hair off of your tail. No, it's it's not that. It's every castle has their catacombs, you know? Yeah. Rowan's eyes kind of widen a little bit. I think it's time you see ours. And he kind of, without another word, spins and just kind of walks over and just goes, if you want to get a head start on what I think is the right course of action, follow me. And he silently kind of glides through the castle with methodical knowledge of where this place is. Like, there's no, there's no like emotion in his walk. It's very clear this is like robotic, just recalling of a place. Hmm. And he's like sticking to him, very close. And as he makes it to the door, he lifts up his staff, and the blue crystal turns red for half a second, and the doors swing open. <sighs> My father would spend more time down here than he would even up there with the rest of us. No one knew why. And he started walking down, he starts walking down the steps, his staff casting a light spell, and he goes, it took him leaving, it took the war for anyone to find out. Hits his staff on the floor, and this catacombs has been turned into a prison. Into a what? A makeshift stone prison. And inside these cages are monsters. Patchwork (gasps) creatures. Be around them, seeming in just frozen status. Wait, they're frozen? Yep. Okay. Caleb, I want to go back upstairs. I don't like this. I do too. But if we need, if we want answers, this is where we start. This has just been down here the whole time? I told you not to hate me. Is this where the bunny came from? I told you not to hate me. I, no, Calum, I could never hate you. I just am wondering why you never told us. Because? If there's anything that could tell us what my father was doing, and he turns to like a bunch of old books and tomes, it would be him. I think if we want to get ahead, we have to go back. We have to figure out what he was doing down here, why he made these things. And once we find out, then we might have a better idea of why they want this castle, why they want us, why they want me, you. This is my father's work more than this kingdom. So wait, you can go back in time? I meant, <laughs> I meant like, metaphorically by reading and learning. Oh, okay, I got really excited. <laughs> I wanted to go back in time to see, you know, my gnome mom before she died, but whatever. Oh, Jesus, sorry. You can't just drop <laughs> these things on me. Listen, I have reasons for things and then not all of them are important. You had to fight your de- your previously thought father. 
Rowan leans over to Andre. Are we still in the zone of truth? We all no, have that, we all that have family issues. Okay, okay. Look, everyone start with a book. And then we'll meet back up in ten in an hour. And we're gonna jump ahead because reading books is lame. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we should stop and record for an hour, all of us just silently reading actual yes. books. So uh, <laughs> I have this lovely cookbook to read. Here's what I got for you guys. Uh Andre. Once upon a time there was a young wizard who was under the stairs. I'm sorry, anyway, what was that? What be? I got. Hello? Hello? Can anyone hear me? Hello. Yes. I'm kind of I can hear you. Aren't I? Hold on. No, you're not. No, no, you're not. You're I good. can hear you. Fine. Oh, you're good. You're good. Oh, no! He was finally. That good. was loud. Jesus. <laughs> My ears. Sorry. B, you with us, buddy? Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. So here's what you guys got from my time skip of you guys reading. Andre, you found a book that was all about, like, planar travel. Mm. You said planar travel? Yep. All about mm. how to make gates, how to make warm, warp poles, things like that. Everything that you've seen, like, basically, it looks like a how-to of the Hall of Mirrors you guys used to get to Eldraine. Oh, sweet. Uh, Rowan, mm-hmm. you discover lore about a group of elves who live in the tundras. Mm. They're known as Arctic elves. They look like a mix of Firbolg and Moon Elf. And Fitzroy had an affiliate, had this big fixation on learning about them. Hmm. I, 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 okay, wait, so. For a second, what do they look like? Uh, they're like taller, more stocky elves. They have the elven ears, but more like the tail of a furbolg, the like the sort of facial structure of one sometimes. Or sometimes their facial structure is more elf. It they're the perfect crossbreed of elf and furbolg. It's it's very rare. So they have Huh. That's very interesting. Considering, I think, I think Caleb, uh, sorry, I think Rowan's now kind of just like looking at this and then like looking at Caleb up and down. Yeah. Uh, sorry, you find like essentially Victor Frankenstein's cookbook of evil. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like, it looks like he followed these instructions to create these creatures that Caleb has frozen over. Uh huh. Oh, so Caleb Uh frozen. And, uh, Caleb, do you have any like Finley code? I'm, I'm, I'm I kind of want to make one of these. <laughs> like, sorry, no. Complex building blocks. Sorry, sorry, no. And Finley, not the place, not the time. Fight us. Just, just, we just, just. It, it could be our friend. Sorry. Okay. And Finley. Mm-hmm. Yours is. Yours is probably the most concerning of the bunch. Yours isn't a necessarily a book as much as it is a bunch of loosely stitched together images and drawings. And they look like schematics of the castle, except instead of like stuff on the castle, it looked like it it looks like 
the concept sketches make it look far more imposing with a black like circle forming around it at all times and blue light and these like red lights coming from it at all at all angles you find the base sketches of the castle and it's not a kingdom it's a fortress and Caleb just kind of is sitting there and just goes so we spent an hour in here and i want to get out of here what do we know (laughs) i know how to make monsters okay don't know why i just do now that's knowledge i have and you're all cursed with me knowing it it's not so much that you like are intimately aware of it, it's just that's what the book was about. Nope. I know this. I am committing it all to memory. I will remember these things, these horrible things forever. <laughs> they are in my brain. Uh Andre. Yeah. What you got? You're a fast reader. <laughs> I I it's plain a travel stuff like the whole of mirrors and info like that it's very interesting <laughs> well that's, at least it's a good read uh finley um uh, i can't really describe this one with words so she kind of just places it on the ground in front of them all yeah <laughs> oh that's oh. not at all terrifying I want to go home now. And by home, I mean my ancestral home. I'm, mo- I'm moving back to the gnomes. This is terrifying. Okay. <laughs> Rowan? Um, she's still kind of just like staring at Caleb. Um, I'm... Uh, yeah, kind of like Finley. She just sort of puts the the book on the floor and has them look because I'm sure there are maybe like I don't know like paintings or something in this book yeah and I like think, I think as all of you guys are looking at this Caleb just goes okay okay we have a lot of loose information okay fear book or maybe would it be okay wait I have a I have a question about this though what I have a question about this though I feel like it makes a bit more sense that rather than like a like a book, like a scientific book, it's more like it's more like a notebook. Like maybe it was someone who was like taking notes on this tribe. That works. Know? Yeah, if you want that, if, that's it's a way a to field flavor. guide. Yeah, yeah. But there's like but there's like descriptions of what these things look like, and I think that that Rowan's kind of like, oh wow, like that sounds a lot like Caleb. That's interesting that Caleb's father has this. Caleb just kind of sits there and just goes, okay, <clears throat> so put this all together with me here for a moment. Play play detectives with me. Play with me in the space, guys. Okay. So, anyone want to start? <laughs> well, we know that you're... Sorry. King Dude, he was researching Arctic elves. He wanted to make monsters. Oh. Um, okay. Well, make monsters... And he was researching cows, and he was building this kingdom to not be a kingdom but a fortress. So he wanted a fortress, and he wanted monsters to protect the fortress, like an evil army, so they could take over the world. But he wanted to specifically find the Arctic elves. Maybe they're magical, and maybe he wanted to use their magic so he could take over the world, and is it and, well, and then well, take hmm. over the planar system? Hmm. Well, it's 
it's more like a... It, it's an account of a specific tribe, though. Like, this is someone's journal. Calum turns okay, to maybe he this. met one and he's like, like the yetis. No one believes that yetis existed. And then, till, and then we met one and we had to fight one and it was bad. But, um... Maybe it's like he had to prove that they existed and it was something like that? Caleb, you're pretty... You're... Well... In elf... Well... You've lived a pretty long time. Do you... It says that this tribe lived in the area. Were there... Did there used to be more people yeah, who looked like you? Yeah, you were practically born here, I mean. Yeah, there were. A lot of them, they they kind of wandered far away after the war. Interesting. And Andre, I always kind of wondered why there weren't more elves here. Yeah. Uh, Andre, I, mean, I have one really simple question. Okay. And I trust you fully. Is it is it how to do something like the mirrors, or is it how to do the mirrors? Uh, it's how to, it's actually how to do the mirrors, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, in that case, Andre will just like look at Caleb and then look at the book she's holding, and she's like, "It it's how to make the mirrors." <laughs> so, Andre. Follow me here because you're a rogue. You're you and I kind of have that in common. So I think we can both kind of do this. Follow me here. So pretend my dad, way back when, was someone we were pulling iced on, and this is the information we knew. Okay, play play with him in this space. Okay. Yep. Okay. So we know that he has an interest in the planes has a collection of monsters, wanted to turn the castle into a fortress, and something about the Arctic Elves. So, what would that piece together as? I mean, well, what would you assume would be the critical linchpin here? What, what, what would we go for first? It's hard to say. We don't know that much about your father. Well, we know that maybe we could start with the war strategy first, turning turning the kingdom into a fortress. We know that the war was going on during that time. Maybe that's where it started? Finn, you're, the, you're my go-to on this. If my dad was on the wrong side then why would he want this place? Any ideas? I mean... No, I think... the least... I'm, I'm probably the least qualified to answer a question like this. I mean... the everything seems to connect to be the same, more darker tone but the one thing that stands out is the tribe it doesn't make sense that something seemingly so innocent would be in 
a collection of things such as creating monsters and building a fortress. It just strikes me as peculiar. I'm there with you. Okay. So, Andre, I I think I might have an idea. And I need your backing on this because this is pretty whack. We're okay. assuming we're assuming that these creatures were meant to stay here, right? That that's the base assumption. They were in this catacomb. They were going to guard this new dark fortress or whatever. That was that's what we that's what we came in assuming. Right. Mm. But we also know he was working on a hall of mirrors to other worlds. Mm. So. Let me ask you a question here. You're an evil villain. You have an army of monsters and a gateway to hundreds of other worlds. Are you going to keep the monsters at home or are you going to sick them across the planarverse? Let's see. I'm evil. <laughs> evil, evil, evil. Yeah, I'm going to take over the world. Why take I... over the world when you can take over many? Yeah, if I were an evil mastermind with an army of monsters and access to other planes, and I, yeah, go big or go home. And I'm already home, so I have to go big. (laughs) He kind of starts scratching the back of his head and just goes, so this wasn't a guard station for him. This was a breeding ground for an army that he would use the castle to... Oh, no, it's too Caleb bad. just like, like write this down anywhere if you had to Caleb post just like fantasy post its. Caleb's sitting there and just goes, Andre, Andre, yes, how did Oko get to your house? He planes walked, <laughs> yeah, but through. through... There's only one way in in our area, isn't there? Oh, and God it's weird above. that Valdis, Valdis said that they all were working for the Order. This is... So what you're telling me is this has been a fucking recruitment drive? I... Oh, uh... A what now? I I guess so. I I'm having trouble wrapping my mind around all this. Same. Okay, but here's the one good thing. This is where we live now. This is our home and we're going to fucking fight for it. It's not going to be what that picture says it could. And he kind of kicks the thing and goes, "Sorry, Finley, you were a genius for picking that up. I love you." <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Okay, so there's one discongruent thing here, and it's that tribe. Calum just kind of gets a bit of a grin back and just goes, Hey guys, I know we had a bit of a squabble last night. Let me make it up to you. Let's go on a road trip. Road trip! (laughs) And he just like, pack your things, everybody. Rowan, keep that logbook close at hand. It's time to uncover a little history. And anyone have anything better to do today? Not really. Nope. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Let's discover a race of elves. 
And that's where we're going to call it tonight. Uh, before we go, uh, bots, we just want to say if you liked what you, even minus the fighting, if the adventure is getting exciting, because I think it is, there's a Discord server we've got. We're on Instagram. We're on we all do the have places. Twitter. We'll have a more formal ending. We do have that too. Uh, it'll, it has been great to play again. I know it got really heated, but that was kind of part of the idea. It's finale territory. Gotta start building those character relationships. It's getting intense. Ooh, intensity. (laughs) Bye, guys. We love you all. Hi, I'm Mike, the storyteller for Tales of Asperon. On this clear night, you find yourself at a makeshift camp within the Whiteleaf Wood. Beside you, an older gentleman sits on a log with a book, writing of its own accord. The light from the stellar rings surrounding the planet bring a pleasant glow to this person's scarred face. This story is about four young folks who cross paths in the simple town of Homestead, on the frontiers of Asperon. Together, these kids save a poisoned man on the street, believing him to be a hero of sorts. Little did they know, This kindness would unravel their lives into a heap of trouble. You see, Asperon is filled with danger. The Hearthlands will melt your body to its very bones and titanic beasts roam the jungles and forests. Though the frontier is the worst of all. It has no kings, queens, or country. Just people. People who will take whatever they want. The frontier, well, it's where heroes are forged. And I hope these kids have what it takes to make it through the fire. Hello, adventurers. If you enjoyed that preview of our 5th edition Real Play podcast, check out our website at www.toapodcast.com. You can also find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, and most of the other free podcasting apps.